welcome back to our show. Our names are Ashley and Julie, and today we will be talking about remote learning and remote working. Yes, our favorite word of the 2020-2021 pandemic. And probably 2022. <laughs> I hope, but I don't hope for, for many reasons, but we'll be talking about that today, so we don't know due to all the crazy circumstances with COVID-19, we have all been forced into remote learning or remote working because we cannot be in the same place or because our jobs have been closed down for the moment or because we just cannot be there right now. Honestly, there's pros and cons to the whole remote learning thing. Obviously, my favorite pro is that I don't have to get up at 5.30 in the morning. I could easily get up at 7.30 or 7.55. But, you know, that's another story. But a, my big con is that I've turned into one of the biggest bums you'll ever meet in your life. Because not only do I not move from one section of my house for how long is the regular work day? Like seven hours or something. So, yeah, not being a... Not, moving around for seven hours a day is kind of it'll slow you down a lot and you'll notice that everything fits you very tight after a while <laughs> even for me and y'all know from the last podcast that i'm pretty slim but even i have realized that i had to shop for some new pants and because i'm lazy it's been a lot of leggings because i don't got time to be adjusting my my pants every five minutes Oh, yeah, leggings have become a, a real big best friend because unlike jeans, leggings really stretch with you. They mold to your body. So it makes me very happy that, you know, after I finish eating like a bite of uh, a piece of lettuce, you know, I don't feel like um my button's going to fly and hit someone in the eye. And so, what are the topic of clothes? Being remote, you can wear whatever you want. I don't even wear pants half the time, honestly. I wear just underwear, mainly boxers. Can we also talk about how boxers are very just super com The boxer briefs are super comfortable. They're like my favorite attire to wear at home. Like, why can't that be a regular thing? Uh, well, no, they, don't they have those kind of panties for girls? But I know, but they still not tight, though. It, I, don't, I don't know. I'm one of those girls that I don't like wearing tightness like in that area. Like, yeah, well, well yeah, can... you're not supposed to anyways. But even when I buy leggings, I make sure that it's not, like, causing claustrophobia to my friends down there. Because, you know, I need to breathe. And I just hate feeling tight. But I also love wearing boxer briefs. I, I don't know. And, you know, our mom used to always wear boxer briefs all the time around the house. So well, no, she part. wore the boxers, yeah, just like, like the loose ones. I like the the ones that kind of cling to, but they're not tight. They're just, they're just there. Yeah, I love those. But yeah, you could wear your boxer briefs or you could wear your boxes. Or just panties, down. whatever, if you, you live alone. Something from the down because even if it is just underwear, because <laughs> I've seen a lot of TikToks of people just forgetting that people can see what they're wearing from the waist down. But I normally just wear like my pajama pants and then I'll just change my top. You or, gotta look professional from like the, the shoulders up basically. Or I'll just wear like a dress because that's easy. You don't gotta match it to nothing. Nah, that's true, but. Well, like a casual dress, not like a well, you yeah. Know, little summer dresses. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, dresses. but I don't even want to be dressed. I don't even dress up, honestly. Yes. I just. Because I'm 30 and I still shop at Twitter Forever 21. What a loser. At least I don't shop at. Don't start. I don't, I don't shop no pretty girl. Well, I don't know if a lot of people will know, but if you're from, you know, the Bronx, New York, you'll know what pretty girl is. Or but rainbow. no, no, not rainbow. No, Fashion Nova has higher quality. I don't care when nobody says that has higher quality. But let's not get into the controversy of uh, fashion. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, remote learning. Um, what a show and not a good show it's been. Because, dear Jesus, 
bless these kids in the future because wow, they missed out on two years of yeah, basically like two years of learning. Not their fault. It really isn't, but we'll get into some probable faults in a little bit. But there are pros and cons. So I know last year in March, when unfortunately we were told we were going to be remote and the kids were going to be learning from home, everyone was just like, oh, this is going to be cool. We're going to have the kids at home. We're going to be all together. We're going to, this is going to be great. But then reality sunk in. And boy, did it really hit people hard because every everyone was just running like chickens with their head cut off. And despite, you know, some people didn't have internet or technology, we're from New York. Honestly, New York did an amazing job. All the kids, and you know, there's still kids that did not have tablets, but New York did take initiative. They made sure that kids got tablets for free. Mm -hmm. Or they borrowed computers or laptops from the school. And listen, nothing has been perfect. But we are on survival mode. But let's just say the perspective that we're speaking from is from the kids that they at least have internet at home. Or they have the iPads with the internet. Or they have some type of access either through a phone, something. They've been positive. I've seen a lot of kids shine through. But then I've seen a lot of kids struggle. And I unfortunately have dealt with a lot of the struggling aspect of it. Um, Because a lot of kids just don't show up. Or if they do log in, are they there? I don't know. Because their cameras are not on. And technically, um, it's not mandatory. So it's not like you could really do much about it from your end. Um. Exactly. That's why, you know, if they're home, I'm assuming they're with a guardian of some sort. And I understand there's a lot of aspect behind it, you know, maybe they don't have a place that they could actually concentrate in that is not doesn't have like a background that is disturbing to you know what I mean? Disturbing, I mean like, you know, maybe people are watching television in the background or you, you have what, one bedroom apartment so you and your siblings are all in one room so this could be distracting for other kids so i understand that that could be one of the cons right there um even for us like we're remote working and then my child is remote learning so many times we just hear each other in the background and seriously that's the same thing at home <laughs> for me i have my little siblings that they have remote learning I'm remote working. At one point, my mom was remote working as well. And it's a two-bedroom apartment. There's not a lot of space. So, like, my mom would usually be in the kitchen. I'd be in the living room. And then my siblings would take up. One of them would be in each room. So, and you know. And that's one internet that you're sharing. And if you know anything about internet, even with one device, is going to type slow. So, imagine mm-hmm. four different devices are one or google meet whatever you use exactly like it's been tough which is why i could understand like the the tech issues that a lot of the kids complain about because yeah like obviously internet is not gonna be fast-paced and amazing right now because everyone is super using it right now so i understand that part and trust me kids belong in school even high school students belong in school they need to be in school they need that experience they need to be out of the house they need to socialize because let's be honest school isn't only supposed to be about building academic um knowledge you're supposed to be learning social skills and life skills and all of these different types of skills that'll help you in the future yeah because you probably won't be doing that at home but I don't know. I feel like, yeah, kids should technically be in school. There's no reason. Like, it's possible to succeed at home as a child doing remote learning, but I feel like your parent or guardian has to be on top of you to make sure that you're actually paying attention because kids are obviously very easily distracted by any noise or even like a reflection of something. They see a sparkle and it's like, oh, oh, wow, how pretty. So, yeah, being in that school environment um, does benefit them. But I feel like 
because I also do remote school. And I feel like I'm, I, I kind of like the whole remote learning for me. I feel like that should have always been an option. I don't like, obviously there was some courses that were like online, but it was very like rare to find a course like that. So I feel like that should be a, a regular thing in colleges. And it was different because when I was doing online, first started was probably 2010, and it was just message boards. Like there was no Zoom, Zoom or video chatting. And listen, my, my, I had a little mini Dell laptop and it had a video camera, but that just wasn't an option. Like nobody was video chatting the lessons. It was like, you're in college, read these materials, you mm-hmm. must respond on the message board, you must respond to each other. I know like, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The little blackboard message boards that you had to comment on each other's stuff. That was about it. But now obviously there's more expectations. You had to be on lectures for like five to six hours. Yeah. Which is why one of my courses, it's they have a live option, but they also have an asynchronous option where she records the live session. And then you could watch it over later. I feel like the option I have should be like the regular option. Like you record your lecture, you listen to it, and obviously you do the reading that's assigned because, you know, that's college. The teaching is just supplemental. You have to put in the work yourself. But I don't know. I feel like for me, the remote learning has been better because, you know, I, I have a full-time job. It would be hard to travel up and down. Like, I did that before, and I, it was so tiring that I, rem- I remember once, because I was working two jobs at that point and going to school. And I remember once I got home, like, at 1, 2 a.m., and I hadn't eaten anything for, like, 10 hours or more at that point. And I bottled a sandwich from the deli, and I was eating it, watching TV, trying to, like, finish it just so I have something in my stomach. And... Then I fell asleep and I woke up like three hours later with a sandwich on my chest and I just cried. I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this anymore. This is so depressing. So I feel like with remote, I wouldn't have to deal with that. I could I have more flexibility at that point. So it's good in that aspect. That's a big pro for me. Big, big pro. And it's a setup, I feel, because the thing about it, when you go to college, you're an adult. So why are they assuming that every adult that's in college has the time to commit to a full-time schedule, on-campus learning, 100% commitment to school? I think that's why a lot of people either, one, don't graduate, or it takes them like seven to 10 years to just get like a bachelor's degree, which that was basically me. It took me like five to six years to do my bachelor's. Why? Because I couldn't do the full-time. As much as I was committed to finishing, and I'm telling you, I went straight through. I did take a few breaks, but it was never like, oh, I was not in school for like five years. It was like, if I took a break, it was like a semester, basically just to catch a breath, basically, mm-hmm. to get back in. And listen, if you're not getting financial aid, you got to pay for it yourself. So also just putting money to the side or figuring out how am I going to pay for the next semester? Exactly. I feel like that's why in general, a lot of people don't even go to college because how could they? They have so many responsibilities and then, you know, the money aspect. It's a lie. And it's like, how could you really give your all into school when you're stressing about A, B and C? So I don't know. I feel like this takes a little bit of the edge off. Not 100%, obviously, because you still have to deal with a bunch of other aspects. But it makes it a little bit easier for you, I think. Exactly. But to go back to kids in remote learning, we definitely know that kids that need to be in the building, they need to be in school, they need to be with their teachers, they need to be with their friends, they need to be with the counselors whatever services they get, they need to be there. They need to experience that. But, you know, unfortunately, school's about to be over. So if you're remote, you're going to be remote and you got to finish the year. But why isn't it working out for some kids? It's not, if it's not the internet, it's because you're not even there. Exactly. They log in and they're not there. Or they're not even home. They're like, literally, I'm not, I wish I was making this up. 
but I have kids in the supermarket, kids in the barbershop, kids in cars, going to places, kids getting ready for karate class. I wish I was making this up, but waiting to get into class. Like they're making it seem at this point, like school is just, you know, like a YouTube video, like just there for leisure fun. Like, no, this is mandatory. You still have to attend school. And what I've also noticed, this is a little hack that schools like to play that, oh, your parent contacts me. Okay, you're present for the day. Oh, your parent texted me a P for present. Okay, that means you were here today. What? And I understand that in the sense of, you know, if your child is absent over a certain amount of days now, this is like educational neglect, and it turns into a whole, like, I understand that no parent should be getting educational neglect or child services called on them during a pandemic. No one, no one should be going through that. But what we're not going to do is take advantage, you know, of the system, because that's what a lot of people are doing. The system is working for you, supporting you, trying to make sure that your child is learning, that you don't get in trouble, that you're aware that your child should be logging in. Because when you get those phone calls, yes, it's for attendance, but it also to let you know, hey, um, your child should be online with your, with your teacher. Um, your child should be online completing these assignments. So, um, mm-hmm. Because I feel like, okay, if you if you can't attend the live sessions because of some excusable reason, okay, fine. But complete the work at least. Because there's always work there that pertains to the lesson. So at least try to do that. Because at this point, what, you're asking for a free grade, a free pass to go to the next? No, you're going to end up repeating this this grade until the pandemic's over, I guess, because you're not showing commitment to logging in. Exactly. And that's not, and that's why it's not working for some kids because there's just, there's no structure in place. And I sympathize with the parents that have to work and they're not there because they have to be at work. So they're hoping that while their child is with whoever it is is watching them, whether it is a daycare after school family member, that they're doing their work. But there just there should be some structure in place. Um, you should know that if your child is logged in, that they're actually there, that they're not sleeping. Because I've had a lot of students that it's like we're we're calling them, calling them, calling them, and then I end up calling the parents to say, oh. Hey, is everything all right? This, this student is not saying anything. Blah, blah, blah. They go check on the kid. Oh, <laughs> she's sleeping. <laughs> this is funny to you that your child is not learning. Isn't education supposed to be important? There's a lot of countries and a lot of poor children out there that don't have the luxury of getting a, an education. Don't take this for granted. This is very important. There's no reason to be laughing. Especially if this is like the seventh time. The first time, okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. But after a while, no, this isn't okay anymore. And listen, I've been on Twitter and I've seen what the parents are saying from last year. All oh, the teachers are lazy. All oh, the teachers, because last year there was no requirement for live meetings. Because obviously it was the beginning, there was no structure for it yet. But I think year, honestly, people didn't think it lasts that long. Exactly. But obviously it continues, but then this year there was a requirement for live lessons and for students to be logged in with their teachers. But that's because they listened to what the parents were complaining about. They were saying that they wanted live meetings and that they wanted the teacher there working with the students. And now that's happening and the students are not there. Like, I don't even have that many students. I have about 13 and on a good day, there's really five kids there. And listen, I'll have 13 logged in. But there's really five kids there. Yep, same for me. The I have eight students right now. Um, I think even less now because some of them I think may I think two of them opted back in. But either way, let's say I have eight students. Maybe six of them, or not really. On average, it's probably like four of them that log in, but only two participate. And guess what the other two are doing? One of them, I always catch her. She's taking care of all her siblings or she's out in the salon or she's just outside in her backyard. It's like, I don't really, obviously I don't blame her, 
because they her home places a lot of responsibilities on her. But she's a child. She she needs to be in school. She needs to be a child. She needs to learn. So what's happening here? I know. So it's like, you know, and that's a con and that's also a pro because it gives you an eye on what goes on at home and what they go through at home. Because I also have a student that, and she's a good student, that she has a sister that I believe is like a kid version. And she's responsible for her sister logging in and making sure that her sister is doing her work because it is a Spanish-speaking home. And she knows English, so she makes sure that her sister knows what is what she needs to do and how to do her assignments. So I definitely commend her for that. Because think about it, this is like a child that's like eight or nine years old, and she's here basically watching her sibling, but at the same time, she is attentive to my class and attentive to her classwork. That's like another level. And that's obviously something I would not be able to see if we were in person, because I'm not going to see her. Exactly. We're, we're not going to the homes to observe what happens. And even then, obviously, parents are going to put on the show. It's not going to be like a regular day. But, you know, you really you end up seeing the struggle. And I, you know, my heart goes out to them because I understand it. It's not like our life was very far from that anyways. But there has to be some type of balance, I feel like. Yes. I understand the the guardian's point of view, the student's point of view, but I also see the educator's side of view. So there has to be like a middle ground somehow. Exactly, because at the end of the day, this goes back to we are working. So yes, we are here for every child support, whether you're logging in or not, doing your work or not, we are here, but we're still doing a job. So for everyone else that's just remote working, you're not an educator or working in a school, you have a job to do. And you got to do it. And it just becomes very defeating when the job that you're doing, you, you're not getting the reach that you want to get. No, no, definitely not. Because um, I feel like I could do, be doing much more with the students. I feel like we're really disengaged and you know, it makes sense. We're communicating over a computer or tablet or phone, whatever it may be. So it's kind of hard to really connect as if we were in person, but how could I even semi connect if I, I may be seeing that's not even seeing just hearing that student once a month, like I'm kind of limited to what I could really do at that point. Like I, I want to help, all these students succeed I, I want them to do well I want I will go out of, I will work outside of school hours just to make sure that I'm helping you no extra pay because trust me the schools don't believe in extra pay but you know I'm willing to do it out of my time I'll create resources I'll do whatever it takes but again we have to meet in the middle Now thinking more about just remote working, the pro we spoke about the pros, like we go over whatever we want, we can sleep in a little bit more, we can eat as we're working, drink as we're working. The, drink, 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 oh my god. Or tea. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you could drink you your coffee. You can use the bathroom whenever you want to use the bathroom. Oh, that's the best part. Oh, you know the best part for me? I'm saving money on caps. Oh, yes. Yes, because yeah. in the beginning, I wasn't doing remote. When we opened up, I was doing in person, and I'm bougie now. And <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to be getting on public transportation, so I was taking a cab every morning. So that was a good $20 a day right there. So that's what, 20 times 5 $100 just on cabs? And that's just to go. Oh, wait, no, you mean go back. And you know, just being outside, you just buy things. So I'm spending, let's just say, an estimate of at least $200 just to go to work. And I was spending way more because my job's a little farther than where I live. So I'd spend $20 just to go to work. 
But no, I can't even say that because I would get a ride from my boot thing. But um, yeah, that's still $20 a day. And then, well, no, he would buy me my lunch. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, lots of, lots well, of money. You will know if you don't want to spend money on transportation or lunch, just get yourself a work boom. It's always good to have a work wife or husband. That only better be if you're single, because if I find out you got a work boo, a husband, and you marry, or you got a boyfriend, a girlfriend, I mean, they were, they were always married. I will do things that I cannot say on this Yeah, don't, don't get yourself recorded <laughs> saying that shit, because if something goes down, they could go back to this. Listen, if you don't want it to happen to you, then you better be making the right moves. But yeah, now the cons are the nuns as late. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> so lazy. Like I like before I really hated going outside, but now I don't even I, it's not even a thought that crosses my mind unless you want me to get extremely upset. Outside. Go outside. Out out in the world. Scary. Horrible. I could never. Like even coming over here into into Julie's house, that that was a big deal. That was a huge deal because that involves going into out outside my door, because I don't even step outside outside into the hallway of my building, unless I'm picking up you know my groceries that I order straight to my home or you know my DoorDash Uber Eats that I get sent to my home. Yeah, but most guys <laughs> have been terrible because you don't even want to go to the grocery store. Instacart, you don't even want to cook. Uber Eats, DoorDash. Oh yeah, it, you don't you even want to go to the liquor store mini bar. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, and now DoorDash and I think Uber Eats, too, has it that there's some participating um, liquor stores that'll deliver it to you. And I have that that Dash Pass, so <laughs> free delivery. DoorDash, if you want to sponsor us. Oh, I spend a lot of money on you, so. My whole check. Mm-hmm. So you see, I was talking about I'm saving money. No, I'm not saving money. I'm, I'm spending that money that I would have spent on cabs on my DoorDash. And on my shipped. That's the name of my grocery thing. Basically. So basically lazy. Two. Before I would wake up at 5.30 for work. Now I'm waking up at 8 a.m. Mind you, I start at 8.20. Mind you, my child got to be logged in by 8.45. So who do I think I am? Exactly. Like even for me, like I didn't have a perfect routine, but I had a routine before. Now? Oh, I don't know what I'm doing with myself. I have no, I, I have no skills. I have no time management skills. I have, I have nothing. I wake up at 7.55 when I need to log in at eight. Well, before eight, because once it hits eight, you're docked like five seconds because every penny counts apparently to, you know, these, these fucking people. But then after that, what do I do? I go back to bed and I just watch YouTube until I go to sleep. What? What kind of life is that? What is that? That's not a life. I'm so disgusted with myself. I won't I won't go outside just to get some fresh air. I don't go to the grocery store. I, I don't travel anywhere. Like what do I do? Nothing. Before we used to have my daughter drop off us drop her off at school by seven fifteen AM. Which means that we would leave our house at seven AM. Meanwhile, you don't wake up now until an hour later. Like, that does not make any sense. Mind you, I still have my alarm starting from 5.30, but you already know that I get out of bed. Because, you know, I watch all these tutorials on how to wake up early and how to be motivated. And they said if you put your phone in the other side of the room and you get up to turn it off, you're already up and you're not going to go back to sleep. Guess what? Still go back to sleep. (laughs) I still get up. Turn off my alarm, I take my phone, I go to the bed, and I said, okay, I'm just going to sleep like 15 minutes, because I have, like, alarm for 5.30, 5.45, 6 o'clock. That's just a setup to just fail. Yeah, I continue to snooze until 8 o'clock in the morning. So I recently um, ordered, uh, like, a to-do list organizer packet whatever you want to call it booklet i guess just so i could get myself back on track because i feel like that's where we've all failed this whole time we thought 
oh, everything's remote. So I'm just going to be chilling at home. But no, life still continues. It's just modified now. You're just doing everything from home now, which doesn't mean you could slack off. But guess what? <laughs> that's what we all did. And that's what I majorly did, which is why now like, I feel like I need that to-do list so I could just like visually see what I need to get done if I have appointments. And I forgot what else is like the template of the whole thing, but it'll help me stay on task. So I'm not just, I, I sit in front of my computer for seven hours and then I just go lay in bed and, um, and watch YouTube. But no, I need to, I'm trying to learn to like cook for myself just so I could get in the habit of, you know, bringing food wherever I go to school and work when we eventually have to go back. I want to, you know, go out for daily walks. I want to just stay on top of things. Obviously appointments, I still have doctor's appointments that I need to attend and blah, blah, blah. And just making time for outside of the home fun whether that's seeing a friend or going out to eat or whatever. But I think we all need to get back on work mode on not just let me chill in bed and sleep all day. Yeah, there's like no line that like separates work time and private time and rest time because it's just all combined. I feel like I just wake up trying to get through the day and then it's like, okay, work is over, let me go lay down. And it shouldn't be like that, because when it was normal and we was in the building, you finished work and you left work and I, you had to go do things. You had to go to the supermarket or you had to go to school, you had to go to class, you had to go pick up your kid, you were gonna meet up with friends. Like there was literally no going back to bed until like 10 p.m. at night. Exactly. And what like time work. do I go to bed now? Now what time does the day end? 2 50, 3 o'clock? Yep, that's that's when I'm in bed. Yeah, what? now we're just gas because we can see our bed from our workplace and we're like, ah, any break that I get, I could just lay in bed. Even during my lunch break, I go and lay down. Why do I need to lay down during my lunch break? I was just laying down three hours ago. Exactly. <laughs> I I should be using that time to like if I'm not hungry, like I should, you know move around, exercise, stretch, do something. But being a couch potato, no, that that just can't be life. It can't be life anymore. It's enough. I get it when we were exhausted from just being at work and commuting, but now that you're just home, you're always laying down or sitting down on the couch. I'm sitting down on the couch right now. <laughs> and that's another thing too, since I'm not exerting any energy, my sleep is even worse than before because I already had problems staying asleep, but now I have problems going to sleep and staying asleep. So what, I get like one restful hour of sleep a night? No wonder I'm a, a zombie 24-7. That's true. It's like you're sleepy because your body's naturally going to get sleepy, but... Your body's not really tired, like exhausted, because you're not really doing any physical work. Like, I sometimes just start pacing back and forth as I'm working, because I'm doing a lot of work from my phone. Because it's like, I'm not even standing. And I have back issues. I should not even be sitting for that long. Exactly. No one should be sitting for a no, long I time. To be standing. Humans like, weren't made to just be there be and stagnant the for the office workers that you basically work sitting down all day. I don't know how you guys do it but wow I'm sure a lot of them have I don't know the statistics but I'm sure a lot of them have back issues and neck issues and all types of issues I because I had to do this for a year and I had to go get a crazy massage and I think I need to go sign up for another one because oh, I'm about to go get one too and I just started seeing a chiropractor so <laughs> And I found out my neck is all fucked. And it's probably because I'm constantly just looking down at a screen. Like, it's it's bad. Like, you really don't... And this is what I try to tell my students, too, because I do a lot of little brain breaks. Because, again, they're kids. They cannot be staring at a screen all day and just sitting. So I try to do little breaks. And it's every, at least after every lesson, we'll just stand, do a stretch, do a little video. Some of them don't want to do it. Because, trust me, they're lazy. 
They're just like me. They, you know, tell them, you guys gotta get up. Gotta you move. Gotta you guys gotta move around because sadly, like, they're not getting that physical activity like they were getting it before. At least walking to school or in gym class or in or just going from classroom to classroom. It's not a lot, but it's something. Exactly. You're actually moving around, but now some of these kids are just like at home. But I don't know. I feel I feel like even just staring at a computer all day, that's horrible for you. For like your eyes and just like for me I get bad headaches. And it's because I'm just staring at this fucking screen all day. I feel like those blue light glasses, they only work for so long. I, f- I used mine for like a month when I first got them. And that has no effect on me anymore. I still get the headaches. And it's just because you're overexposed now. I actually have the blue light on my regular prescription glasses because I, before I just had regular prescription glasses without the blue light, and I used to get the worst headaches. But I know a lot of people that they don't even wear glasses that do the blue light glasses because they've been getting migraines, headaches, their eyes hurt. A lot of migraines. I've gotten a lot of migraines. I get migraines maybe like once a year. Probably in the past year, I've had at least 10 to 12. But that's just the sad reality. It's just you're damned if you do, damned if you don't at this point. Because you kind of have to be at the computer anyways. But I feel like it's just not good for you. It's not good. It's going to affect you health-wise, mentally. Physically, like, it's just a lot. Too? I can't. Don't be shocked off of it. A lot of people are gonna have some type of skin, face cancer, something. Oh, probably. People get skin cancer from being in the sun. What do you think is gonna happen from all this radiation from being in front of the screen all day? And listen, because I also, with this whole screen time, all kids don't even be on the. Whether they're doing remote or not, they're getting too much screen time because they're either watching too much TV, too much iPad time, too much phone time. It's happening. But what's going to happen to us for real? Because we're like really one of the first generations that's getting all this exposure to screen radiation. Exactly. Like not even our mom, who's not even old. She's only what, like 47. She was, she's not a, she was never exposed to this type of screen time when she was our age. And that was what, in 2000? <laughs> so. And let's just say she got like a smartphone like in her late 30s. So let's just say maybe 10 years she's had really a smartphone with this with the screen like that that is exposing you to radiation. Mm-hmm. And she's on that phone 24 hours. There's no quitting with that phone. So just imagine that. Like, long time exposure is no good, which is why, you know, they have like these initiatives out there to get people, especially kids, outside of moving. Because at least for adults, like, you're at least distracted. Well, most of us are at least distracted by our regular jobs in the normal world, not pandemic era, where you don't have to be at a computer all day. So you get a break from being in front of your your stuff. And then when you go home, you know, if you have kids, you have to care for them. Or if you have errands to run, that wastes more time. So what, you really only get a couple hours a day? That's all right. That's normal. But, yeah, that's not reality for most people, especially now. So, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be more of a push. I know people hate government involvement. But I feel like they should push on some type of movement to That's get people. Like after, think, things are starting to loosen up now. Definitely this summer or the spring, the weather's starting to get nice. They should do some type of, like the last year, like an open street initiative for kids. Like do like activities, outdoor activities, encourage kids to go out and play. Exactly. Just do something physical that doesn't involve any type of technology and even for adults that is not just going to a restaurant to eat like just go out 
in nature and relax and enjoy. Because I know for us, we're like, oh, let's go out. But you, when you say go out, you mean go out to a restaurant to eat. Exactly. Or go out for drinks in a bar. I feel like that. we missed that. I was just talking about that. I think the last time I went, quote unquote, clubbing, like dancing, was like in 2017. I don't even think I've ever like actually been clubbing. It's just not my style. But yes, I do like to go out, get like a drink or two, have a nice. Oh yeah, I know you like to dance. Calm down. I'm just saying. What's the issue? I didn't want to dance. Okay, I didn't say anything. I just said we all know you like to dance. Okay. All right. No problem. Anyways. But yeah, I feel like there's, like, I always, I always make fun, like, ew, why would I want to go out into nature and blah, blah, blah. But it's actually a nice change of pace. It's just something different to be around. And, you know. You feel good afterwards. Like I've I've done it a few times during quarantine because what else is there really to do? And it was just so nice. Just well, I was kind of scared because I don't like bugs, but you know, it was still nice. It's just good to change scenery, especially, do something new. Especially when you live in the city. Oh yeah, definitely. When you live in the city, all you know is. Going from this place to this place. Let's go to this museum. Okay, let's go to this restaurant. Oh, let's go here and there and there. Everything indoors. Everything indoors inside of a building some sort. You're never really outside. Unless you go to like the zoo or the botanical garden. And Which I was just going to say that yesterday I passed by the botanical garden. And I realized that I've only been there one time in my life when I was like in kindergarten. I've never gone there again. And I literally lived like three blocks away from it. Yeah, I, I've only been there twice, three times. No more than three times, definitely. So it's, it's kind of sad because I went there like two years ago, I think. Or maybe it was last year. I don't know. I've lost track of time too. But it was it was really nice. It's very pretty there. And I got a lot of steps in because it's actually bigger than it looks. But it's we went during a, a kind of weird time of year, so you couldn't see as many flowers. But I feel like if you go now during the spring or summer, it's very beautiful. Yeah, but I think we we went like in October or something. It was so random. So yeah, not very many different types of flowers we could see during that time. And kind of cold. But it's okay. It's the still worst. nice. Not the worst. I like cold. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But I was... I'm just saying, if I'm in the outdoor, it needs to be at least like 60. 60? I'm not trying to be shivering. But when you're moving, you're not going to be cold. I'm not trying to be shivering. But you're not going to be shivering if you're moving around. Listen, I just like to be just wearing like a nice little cardigan. Like if I gotta start wearing a super layers. Skinny people problems. Listen, it's not my fault. I need to feel comfortable with just like a little cardigan. But now when I start to wearing like a whole scarf pack, I'm just staying home. <laughs> like I'll see y'all in the spring because even the fall, I like the fall weather. In New York, the fall weather in New York is beautiful. Late fall, though. The beginning of fall is still kind of hot here. Don't look at me like that. It's still hot. It's like 70 degrees outside. That's hot. I like a nice chill. I like a 50. It's no big deal. This isn't a sweatsuit. I'm wearing a honey and some leggings. That's sweats. That's not sweats. And it was, like, nice outside, too. It was 50 degrees today. Also, now that's hot. I mean, now that's cold. But I only wore this today. This is not that thick. Yeah, that looks mad. It's, I'm sweating. And I have outside. nothing under it. Hey, yo. Wink, wink. This is not that thick. I'm okay. just letting the girls know. Girls? That you don't need a bra. Oh, that's going to be another topic. <laughs> Even though that's another thing where we go, like, why you need to wear a bra for? 
I'm very proud of my ladies who've abandoned their bras this past year. It's just, it's a constrictor, really. Even me and I always used to wear a bra for no reason. I think you don't have to be wearing a bra. For those of you that know me, I don't need to be wearing a bra. <laughs> but, you know, I really, I got rid of a lot of my bras and I'm down to like three bras because, yeah. I don't know why I'm talking. Because I was That's one of the positives of being at home is that I don't you know could be a bra that's hurting my back. You could be a true self at home. More medical conditions, I can't see. But I'm always not good if you have scoliosis and you gotta do remote, I feel you. This is not for us. Yeah, we should have really got medical accommodation. <laughs> exactly. Why wasn't that on the list? Limited time on remote. I could only do half day. You're just trying to get the day off. You see, teachers are lazy. So lazy. Or they should allow me to work from bed. Just how everybody else is doing. If they get to lay down and be in clown, literally laying with, on their pillow, I should be able to lay on my pillow and teach. That'd be nice. Although, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I lay in bed. Must be. But that's only when, like, my They're brother. Like working probably. No, when my brother like doesn't have school, which is a lot. I noticed that his school's always off because be. of some random thing. Oh, you know, today, you know, a rooster crowed, so we're just gonna take the day off, guys. It's okay. What? What is that? It's not fair. I I never remember having any days off when I was in school. It was just like the regular holidays. We never even got St. Patrick's Day off. Isn't that a Catholic holiday? Why didn't we get that off? But now, they get that off. Must be nice. My daughter's about to have a six-day weekend for Memorial Day. Isn't Who the hell has a six-day weekend for Memorial Are you kidding me? I literally just saw it on her calendar. Yeah, I did. Isn't it on a Monday? Like, what's she happening? Will be off from the previous Wednesday all the way until the next Tuesday. Kids need more school. That's like, all I'm do saying. Do you think we can afford more mislearning? Come on, though. You're lucky she's doing good in school. She had an ABB. She passed it out. But her average was 95. But my baby boy I was trying to clap. And, remote. and listen, we've been struggling. We, we've been on top of her, but you know, it's three of us here. And we both teachers having to do remote learning. And then our kids only in first grade, and that's very hands-on. It's tough. But like we said before, you have to meet a middle ground when it comes to your child's education. Unfortunately, I, there's been times that I've had to sacrifice my job to make sure that my child is in school and doing her thing, because at the end of the day, we're all parents first, and we are a child's first teacher. Exactly. It's not, that's not, let's touch on that really quick, really quick, and then we're going to end. But I feel like there's some parents out there that think that we're the only teachers. And no, it, that's not the case. Like, we only get a certain amount of hours with the kids a year. What happens with that other time? Do they just not learn anything else? And there's not even enough time in the day to teach them everything that we could teach them. So no, a teacher is not the only teacher. The parent is, the aunt, uncle, grandma, any other close relative, even the deli guy. Anyone could teach your, your child something. And exactly. And it doesn't always have to be academic. I get it. And that, Sometimes parents or guardians or grandma, auntie, they don't, they're not knowledgeable on all the content. Or maybe they themselves are struggling readers and writings. I understand all those now, but you know, there's there's always something that you can bring. Exactly. Like it's not all about what you know academically. You have to learn how to how to live in this world. And who's gonna who could be the person to teach them that? Obviously, yes, teachers can teach you some of that. But you know, we 
we have certain requirements. We have to teach you certain things. So there's very limited time to teach you about outside world uh, skills. That's where parent guardians have to come in and everyone else involved in that child's life, doctor, therapist, whatever, anything. They, they need to help that child grow. And I get it. Parent, parents get so tired. You know, there's so many responsibilities on you. I give you all my respect because it's a lot. But, you know, you it's all about time management, like I said before. You just have to learn how to kind of fit in time with your child, just teaching them basic skills. Because there's a lot of kids that they, they have great manners because they've had great teachers at home. But there's others that they they don't have it yet. Not that they never will, but they don't have it yet. Like, you know, the please and thank yous would actually get you very far. You know, just saying, being respectful, learning when to not say certain things because it's not very nice. Because I have some kids that say things very out of pocket. And, you know, it's not, you know, it's funny you know, at the moment, but, you know, it's not really appropriate for school, you know? So you also have to teach them that, like, there's a time and place for everything, you know? We don't need to call other students musty and dusty, you know? Keep that to yourself, you know? Thank you for listening to our second podcast. If you are listening to us from remote work or school, we feel you. Let us know what you think about remote working and learning. We'd like to get other people's opinions because we probably have more of an opinion from the educator side. Um, Obviously you, Julie, you have both sides because you have a child. I don't have a child, so I don't, I, I don't really have a big opinion on that side of things. I could understand it. So please let me know. How's the remote learning from a parent's side? Or remote work, or if you're in college and you're doing remote. I would like to hear from people that maybe this is your first year of college. Oh, yeah. And you're doing remote, or maybe your first year of high school and you're doing remote. Yeah, like Jaden, our brother, he has done his first year, two first two years of high school remote, like that. That's intense. We might have to bring him on to see what he has to say. Oh, I'm sure he'd enjoy it. Of course he does, because he gets to play Fortnite and all the crazy games that he plays while he's in class, of course. Oh, yeah. The other day I caught him with his laptop on one side and him playing, I don't even know, I think it was like Call of Duty or something. I don't know. I don't know any of these new modern games, but... Then he got upset. He's like, oh, why are you taking a picture of me? Why? Because you're being a bum. You're being a straight up bum. You have school for like four hours a day. Are you kidding me? That's the easiest thing you could possibly do. You can't cut off your game until like one o'clock. And not even because I think he gets off of school at 1230. So you can't wait until 1230 when you have to log into school at like 830. I'm confused, but we whatever. We can barely get up on time for work. <laughs> More evidence that we're just turning into lazy bums. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And we will see you next week Wednesday. Goodbye. Bye.